Welcome back to the More Than Sports podcast. We are officially on iTunes now, which I'm really happy about. Took me about two, three days to work that out. And we are live now on iTunes. So no more SoundCloud, hopefully. And all my podcasts will be on iTunes. So click that, support your boy, and let's get right to it today. I am a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. For many of you that have been my friends or have noticed, I've been a Dallas Cowboys fan since 2004. That's the first time I actually started liking football. And it was all due to one man. Get your popcorn ready. Terrell Owens. I started watching football maybe 2003, 2004. I was like somewhat an Eagles fan. That is blasphemous. That is blasphemous. Like low-key, don't want to tell anybody that, but... Not really an Eagles fan, just a Teal fan. And Terrell Owens got me into football. So when he went to the Dallas Cowboys, that's the team that I that I was like, this is my team and this is the only team that I'll ever root for again. So since that, now we're at 2020. We are here now. And for the Dallas Cowboys, it's been... I For me as a Dallas Cowboys fan, it's probably been misery just because I've seen so many seasons where every single year it's the same thing repeated. The Dallas Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. And I believe it. The Dallas Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. I believe it. But that was younger. But now I really don't believe it. Just because I know more about the game. And I know more about my team. And how dysfunctional they are. And let's get right to the topic today. Should my boy Dakota Prescott be paid what he's asking for? So what Dak Prescott is asking for is more than what Russell Wilson is getting paid. Russell Wilson is making the most in the NFL at the moment at 35 mil a year. Shout out to my boy Russell Wilson. But come on, Dak. And I'm a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. But if you are telling me that me, my team, the Dallas Cowboys are going to pay Dak Prescott over 35 million, I think he wants reportedly about over 35 to maybe close to 40 mil come on Dak are you like seriously but at the same time I have this problem that is a problem but I really can't so the NFL is not like any other sport it's the shield the logo is the shield the NBA players for example are dominated by superstars and they control the league. So, for example, James Harden, Steph Curry, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, all the great players, they put the fans in their seat. So, the NBA has to tailor towards the players because the players make them the money. Superstars make fans like me go to a game. The NFL, on the other hand, I'm just going to use an example. I don't know how good this example or analogy would be, but if Patrick Mahomes was probably the NFL's best superstar at the moment, if he didn't play for the Kansas City Chiefs or if he didn't exist, there would still be fans at Arrowhead in the seats playing, coming, paying, getting their beers, etc., all the food to come watch the Chiefs because... The NFL sells the idea of the team more than it sells the idea of the player. Because for some reason in the NFL, there's more diehard fans of the team than there is of the player. In the NBA, there's more diehard 
fans of the player opposed to the teams unless you're talking about the iconic teams such as the Lakers or the uh, Celtics could be put the Golden State in there just because they've been a household name for like the five years I guess Golden State Warriors but again so my problem is I want that Prescott to be paid just from the perspective because the NFL players are not valued as much as the NBA players so I want him to be paid I want him to make the most money he can but at the same time I'm a fan of my team and if he signs for 35 or 35 would be nice but I don't think he wants that he wants more if he wants more then it puts the team in the stranglehold and as a fan I don't see us signing anybody else and making our team legit to go compete with the NFC which is already crazy talented and I'm asking him to take a discount I would say but at the same time I don't want him to just take a discount because I know how hard it is for these players to get paid no offense to the basketball players but the NFL players I think their training camps are just more brutal than the NBA training camps again you can fact check me but to me just the eye test is to I think football just takes a lot more out of you than basketball does and I feel like these players should be paid but the NFL is like no we're the owners and we run this etc but again let's go to the point of me kind of naming the top five quarterbacks that are paid so is Zach Prescott a top five quarterback in my eyes hell no I don't think he's a top five quarterback I don't even think he's a top 10 let's go through the top 10 paid quarterbacks in the NFL starting from the top Russell Wilson at 35 mil Russell Wilson's a Super Bowl champion has gone to the Super Bowl should have won another one if it wasn't for Pete Carroll's decision to throw that ball so Russell Wilson's clutch as fuck so I Dak Prescott is not better than Russell Wilson if they kind of started the same way in my opinion because Dak Prescott wasn't a first-round selection. Russell Wilson wasn't a first-round selection. So when the Cowboys did select Dak Prescott and he played against the Giants and he played a stellar game even though they lost, I was like, I instantly compared him to Russell Wilson because he had a similar situation. But Russell Wilson has just taken off and he makes an improvement every year and he was an MVP candidate. Dak Prescott was an MVP candidate early in the years, but that was when he was playing bad teams. Uh, Yeah. And then we got our boy Big Ben, who's also won a Super Bowl, but he's kind of... I think he just has this contract just because of what he's done in the past. And the Steelers have always been a a household name, and they've been great since like 2004. So I guess he deserved his money, and I don't think Dak Prescott is better than Ben Roethlisberger at any point in his career. So, okay. And then we got our uh, boy Aaron Rodgers, and everybody knows how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. The best thrower of the football that I have ever seen has all the intangibles, even though he only has one Super Bowl. But again, the eye test tells me that Aaron Rodgers should probably be number one on this list, but uh, he got his contract earlier in the decade. So uh, yeah, Aaron, and he beat Dak Prescott at his own stadium, which was like a weird game, but again... Dak Prescott is not better than Aaron Rodgers, so we have that. And then this one's kind of questionable, but Jared Goff. Mm, I think they were in the same draft cast, if I'm not mistaken, Dak and him. And uh, Jared Goff plays in a great system, has an amazing coach, 
And he has... Actually, no. Dak Prescott has a good running back as well. Jared Goff, in my opinion, just has more, again, accuracy with the football. Him and Dak Prescott, to me, I, don't, I could be a toss-up, but he's making 33.5 mil. So if Dak Prescott is asking as much as Jared Goff, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But then again, he's asking for more and yeah so i don't know if we should pay him more than jared golf but then again he could always say i should make as much as jared golf and they're kind of the same level so that one's kind of debatable and then we have our boy carson wentz who's in the same division as zach prescott they've played head to head and again a lot of my friends are eagles fans and i honestly don't know how i feel about carson wentz just because He's had one good season and he didn't really get to play it out. And they did win the Super Bowl without him. And Nick Foles came in, took over, and the team actually kind of went more towards Nick Foles than they did with Carson Wentz. And reports also came out last year that a lot of people didn't believe in Carson Wentz in his own locker room. Again, in my opinion, Dak Prescott has a lot of heart and he's a winner and he's competitive as fuck. I don't know if I can say the same thing about Carson Wentz, but again, my key thing when I look at a quarterback is the eye test. And my eye test, when I see Carson Wentz throw the ball, it's more accurate. He has more poise, even though he does turn it over a lot in the pocket. Oh, how do I feel about this one? Hmm. Dak and Carson Wentz. It's always a debate that will always happen because they play in the same division, but both of them really haven't won except Dak Prescott has won more playoff games than Carson Wentz and Carson Wentz has barely played a playoff game shout out Javidian Clowney for the dirty tackle on him and then yeah the rest is yeah Matt Ryan Kirk Cousin Jacoby Bursett Jacoby Bursett's on this wow that's impressive <laughs> uh shout out to the Colts but again my problem is I've just listed all these quarterbacks and Dak Prescott is not better than the top three. The last two are debatable. But then again, do I want him making more money than those those players? Because those players have kind of strangled their team. But then again, both of the Jared Kolf and Carson Wentz are more accurate than Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, when I look at him, I saw this stat that I was watching on YouTube was uh, when Tony Romo got extended in 2012 compared to what Dak Prescott has done. Their record is the same. Their numbers are the same. But here's the problem that I have. The numbers don't tell the most of the story. A lot of people nowadays, we all look to numbers and numbers is the only thing that matters. And it's like this guy has 40 touchdowns to seven interceptions of like a 66 pass completion rate. And he is great, but when you watch someone like the eye test i think the eye test is the only thing that you kind of evaluate somebody without the numbers take out the numbers for a for a minute and say when you watch an elite player or just any player in general i'm going to use the example of tom brady tom brady has been great for so long that it's ridiculous since 2000 or yeah 2000 then they've been a dynasty forever Last three years, maybe four years, Tom Brady hasn't been that great. His last time that I saw Tom Brady be great, where I was like, God damn, I fear him, like, was when he played the Atlanta Falcons and they made that amazing comeback because my my eyes was like, the test was, he's 
he's great. Like I could see the the fear in Atlanta. Like, yo, this is fucking Tom Brady, and he's gonna come back and whip our ass, and which they did. And at that point, I determined Tom Brady the goat because numbers again. He didn't. Tom Brady didn't start off well in that game. He threw a pick six, and Atlanta was all over that game. But again. If we were just looking at numbers, people would be like, he didn't have a good game, but he had a fucking amazing game because stats don't always tell the full story. And again, let's compare Dak Prescott to Tony Romo. Tony Romo, to me, way better throw of the football. Could put it in places where nobody else could put it in tight spaces. Had a great touch on the ball. Again, he was also making a lot of mistakes. He threw late picks, which kind of hurts Loki will always hurt but if I if somebody watched Tony Romo play and then they watched Dak Prescott play without the numbers I would say 90% of the people would say Tony Romo is a better football player than Dak Prescott is but the numbers again tell us that they're equals but they're not because the Dak Prescott to me doesn't pass the eye test just because when I watch Dak Prescott play and I've watched him play I think I've missed maybe two Dallas Cowboys games since Zach Cross has come to the league. And he started off hot in the beginning of the year because teams were probably weren't expecting too much to him. So they're kind of getting used to him. And the second year, they got used to him and what, what his tendencies was and what he wanted. And again, Zeke wasn't playing, but I was like, okay, he's not the guy that I think he is. Because the first year I was like, yeah, we, we got our quarterback. Dak Prescott is going to be great. He will be better than Tony Roma. And I felt really good. Even Aaron Rodgers, after the, he beat Zeke and uh, Dak Prescott at uh, TNT and Stadium, he said, like, I'll probably see these guys down the line. And I'm like, yo, that's Aaron Rodgers saying that whole Dak Prescott was went toe-to-toe. And I'm like, God damn, like, I was super excited. Like, we found our quarterback. But the next year, he was super inconsistent, couldn't make the throws, kind of blamed Des Bryant, even though I don't think it was Des Bryant's fault. I wouldn't say that Des Bryant at that time was at his elite level that he was the year, two years before that, and it was a catch. But it was like, yo, his receivers are not getting open the way they would like him to. And then the next year... They were great again, but they got Amari Cooper, and Amari Cooper was better than Dez, and they had a great year. And then it comes to this year again, and then this year, he started off hot because they had Kellen Moore as their QB, I mean their offensive coordinator, and started off hot. Everybody's like, Dak Prescott Prescott is the MVP. He's probably going to win MVP, but when he played the elite teams or a team that had a great defense, he struggled. He struggled really bad, and... If you're asking to get paid 35 million plus and you're struggling to put up more than 10 to 12, 10 points against a team. My The example I'm using here is when they played the Saints and Teddy Bridgewater was uh, replacing Drew Brees who got a bruised thumb or hand. I can't remember exactly. And they went up to uh, New Orleans and New Orleans is a tough place to play, but you're playing Teddy Bridgewater and you only put up, I think it was over 10, like 12 or 10 points. And I was like, that was like, I was looking forward to Dak Prescott being like, this is a statement game. Like, yo, I'm here. You better pay me 40 mil or I'll get signed by somebody else. But he just laid a dud and they went up to 
the Jets. The Jets were not a good team this year, but they beat the Dallas Cowboys. And that told me a lot about, okay, um, Dak Prescott can play well against teams that really don't have much to play for or don't really have a good defense. But when it comes to the elite of the elite, he struggles. He has an occasional game where he plays really well against a good team. And you're like, yo, I see the potential here. I, I would pay him, but then... The next couple of games, they'll be just like still me and you really don't see much. And it becomes an issue, especially when you're trying to get Amari Cooper signed. And now they're probably going to lose Byron Jones, who's probably heading to the Philadelphia Eagles. I really don't mind losing Byron Jones just because he doesn't pick off the ball. He just swats it. We need interceptions from him, so I have no problem with him going to the Philadelphia Eagles. Enjoy, Eagle fans. So the end of what I wanted to say was, again, my issue here isn't with Dak Prescott not getting paid because I do want players to get paid because they deserve it. But again, I'm a fan and the and being a fan kind of ruins the experience because if we paid Dak Prescott 40 mil, I don't believe that the Cowboys will be in contention to win the Super Bowl or even to make to make the playoffs. Maybe make the playoffs, but where we can have a first round ex- exit and then have the the 20th pick and just be stalemate again like the last like 10 years that we have been. It's a real thing to think about for all the Dallas Cowboys f- fans out there because what are the alternatives here? Some people are saying Tom Brady might come to Dallas Cowboys. I'd rather have Tom Brady for two years than I would have Dak, Dak Prescott for five and paying him a shitload of money. What do you guys think? Like, would you rather have Tom Brady or, or another alternative than having Dak Prescott who isn't, hasn't proven much? Again, don't look at the stats. Look at when you watch him play. Do you believe he is a quarterback that can take you to the Super Bowl? Again, numbers don't always tell the, the full story. Because every time I watch Dak Prescott, I am praying he gets a completion. I am praying he doesn't miss the wide open receiver. I am praying he doesn't throw an interception. I am praying he makes the right read. If I am praying that much for my quarterback, there's an issue. Yes, I think we can all agree that there is an issue. When I watch the other quarterbacks, elite quarterback, when I watch Russell Wilson play, I fear him because I know what he can do. When I watch Aaron Rodgers play, I'm scared of shit because I know what he can do. He can make throws I know I've never seen anybody make. And just look at Patrick Mahomes being the perfect example of this when I was watching the Super Bowl. I thought in my... when the the San Francisco 49ers was up and I think it was like third and 15 or third and 20 in the fourth quarter and Tyreek Hill runs right down the middle and Patrick Mahomes buys enough time and he has a cannon of an arm and he just throws it over and I'm like god damn that's a bad boy right there and when I see Dak Prescott miss Michael Gallup wide open against the Philadelphia Eagles and he missed Tavon Austin wide open for the division which was a lot easier throw I have to question his his mechanics and if he's really worth the money for the Dallas Cowboys investment they're thinking of franchise tagging him I don't have a problem with franchise tagging him but 
the issue then becomes will he show up to training camp will he demand other things because right now he's saying i might not show up to training camp and he might play the regular season but we know how important training camp is because you need that chemistry with the players that you're bringing in and you need to build rapport with the receivers that you already have so it's a big issue that's looming for the dallas cowboys and again i'm a huge dallas cowboys fan and i don't want to keep this up biased at all so the issue here again is if you pay Dak Prescott you're putting all your eggs in one basket and you're saying I believe in Dak Prescott that he is going to take us to the Super Bowl so we're gonna pay him four to five years or whatever the contract will be and what I fear is I don't believe in him yes he shows improvement but my eye test keeps telling me he is not the quarterback that most people think he is. And will I really will will Jerry Jones who he doesn't have a problem giving people money. He's he's probably one of the best owners when it comes to contract contract situations. He pays his players. He loves his players. And if he has an issue with paying Dak Prescott for what he's asking for, Jerry sees something. Obviously, Jerry doesn't make the best decisions just because he kind of gets carried away, etc. But there's something telling Jerry Jones that he's like, okay, we're going to franchise tag him. And we're betting that he is not that great, which I truly deep down inside, I feel he is Dak Prescott is a good quarterback, but he's not going to take the Dallas Cowboy to that elite level so what I'm what I would suggest instead is franchise tag him he makes what 30 30 33 to 34 million dollars this year and we give him one more year to see if if he's that elite quarterback that he says he is or his agent is asking for that 40 million top money like again I'm kind of contradicting what i'm saying here but i want him to get paid because i know as nfl players all the hours you put in all the training camp and everything that you go for you want to get paid and at any job you look for a promotion or getting a raise because you know the time and effort you're putting into and again i'm a fan so therefore I'm looking at the overall picture and I want my team to win, but I also want him to get paid. But I don't want to put my team in a bad position where they're not making it to the level that I think they're capable of making it. So that's the issue that is here. So again, at the end of the day, me being a fan and I'm a fan, so I do not think they should play Dak Prescott. I say franchise tag him for one year and we'll see and if he's mediocre again which I think he will be you trade him you you try to trade him in the offseason next year or you just let him go and you draft a quarterback a quarterback with better tangibles who's a better passer of the football because again effort and heart can only take you so far because the quarterback position demands so much out of you that you need to be accurate. You need to make those throws when they counts the most. You can be the most competitive person that you that you that you know, but 
if I can't make a throw and I can't make the right read and I'm in the pocket holding the ball for more than five seconds when I have the best offensive line in the league, there's an issue. And that issue, hopefully, hopefully this year, we can franchise tag Dak Prescott and he proves to me, hopefully, I, I'm, I want him to prove me wrong. I want him to say, you know, I'm going to put up 44 touchdowns to six interceptions and we're going to go to the... I don't even care. Let's just go to the NF- NFC Championship game, and if we lose, I'm, I'm content with us losing. And if Dak Prescott plays an amazing game in that, I'll be like, pay that man. That man deserves his money. Dakota Prescott deserves his money if he can take us to the NFC Championship game, and he is the vocal point of it. So that's been the podcast, guys. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And again, like I said, we are now on iTunes and no more SoundCloud. And actually, I'll still upload to SoundCloud, but um, it's kind of cool to actually get to have my own podcast on iTunes. So everybody, it's more than sports podcast on iTunes. Please subscribe and leave a f- whatever rating, leave some comments so we can spread this awareness of uh, this new host that we have of talking more than sports podcasts have a good day guys